Teaching the truth and making sense of what's real and what's not so real. The Schrader Show. Welcome back to The Schrader Show. I am your host, Steve Schrader. If you want to be a part of the broadcast, 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. We want to go to Nick. So, Nick, uh, a couple of things, and if we run over, I'll hold you into the top of the next hour. But um, Packers should have won that game. Kicker cost us another game, and it was a big one. Yeah, that, that you know, the results of that game just feels bad. And I, I sat there and I told some people, I almost wish they were blown out. Only because that would have felt easier. It would have been like, okay, we weren't supposed to be there. Right, right. We know where we are. We're a young team. We know where we measure up. I mean, it hurts more because hurts we should have won the game. We should have yep. won. That I agree. Was a game we're facing one of the best teams in the league, arguably the best team in the NFC. They had them. They should have won it. A lot of people are going to blame the kicker, but it goes a little more than that. They lost as a team. I know, but but Nick, at least three games this year. He's cost us with kicks. And I'm talking about extra points where oh, it's know. the difference between us being up by four and being up by three. And it changes how you manage the clock. It changes how you manage everything. I know it was at least three games. No, I mean, you're right. And they had said in the 10 or he's missed 10 kicks in 12 of his last games. So 10 out of the 12 of the last games leading up to that playoff game, he had missed a kick. So he's obviously not very consistent. Now, I dove a little more into that specifically, and it looks like it's kicks over 40 yards he struggles with. So anything inside of that, he seems pretty automatic, except for the extra points, which is its own thing. Um, But then that's weird to me because they constantly sit there and tell you that he has this deep leg. He's got such a big leg. But he doesn't doesn't do any kick. Exactly. He doesn't. uh, What am I looking for? Touchbacks. Yeah, he doesn't kick it through the end zone consistently. Even watching the Cowboys game in the Dome, it looked like he was putting nothing on it. So they want to constantly talk about this big leg, but he's struggling with field goals over 40 yards. He's not kicking through the back of the end zone. Where's the big leg? That's what I'm saying. Where's the big leg? So we're in agreement there. Trust me, I'm not... A fan of the kicker right they're, now. They're definitely going to bring in. Um, they other have people. brought in someone. I forget the exact name. I didn't look. It was one of. The, it's kind of like a nobody bringing. Kind of, not a nobody, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I think he went to Georgia, so that's interesting. They do like their Georgia boys. Well, um, and, and Georgia kickers have had some yeah. success in the league. So they've they've brought in someone. Is it really going to be an actual competition come this off season? Who knows. But we um, drafted him, we, which was... Yeah, we drafted him because he had the supposed big leg. Yeah. Um, he's young, but yeah. he better show us consistency. And the team of a whole, as a whole now, they're going to come back next year with some expectations, which is, could change the way they play, could change some things. Oh, for sure. So oh, they've sure. got a lot yet they can build on. They're all young, obviously, so there's a lot more they can learn. But now we're going to have to see how they handle having those added expectations. Was this a fluke year with how young they were, or is this going to be something consistent for years to come? We don't know per se yet. Obviously, we all want to be one way, but it is something to look at that this young team is now going to have to deal with those expectations and that pressure for the first time. Yeah, it's going to change it because they go in. They go in. Nobody expected them to 
everybody expected them to finish last in the division, uh, not make the playoffs. To make the playoffs was a year ahead of schedule by any realistic measure. So uh, w- draft offensive linemen? I think that's got to be the way to go, just and the way Bakhtiari was and how he's not playing. You're gonna Bakhtiari's done. You're probably going to take a lot of dead cap by moving on from him this offseason, which is fine, but then you draft the O-line to build that up. Uh, it, it's tough to say where they're going to go because they have a lot of talent. I like a lot of guys on the team. They're going to need safety help. Uh, both Rudy Johnson, Jonathan Owens, and Darnell Savage, that entire safety group is essentially free agents this offseason. Yeah, I hope we can keep... So they're going to need safety help. Uh, the one name I've been looking at as far as draft, as we get closer to the draft, has been uh, Cooper DeJohn from Iowa, who's a defensive back. So he can play corner or safety. I imagine they'd put him at safety. So that's just been one name. you got Cameron Kitchens from Miami. There's a couple first-rounders you can look at, and there's guys later in the draft, too. That'll be fine. Um, okay, uh, Vince McMahon. Yes, this story is... Uh, Gross. Um, it's all alleged, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it started, it came out on Thursday that he was being accused of sexual assault and sexual trafficking by a former staffer. It's McMahon was named, and then Jonathan Laurinaitis was named. He was a former head of talent relations. Uh, essentially, is, is that Laurinaitis the father of a, the football player Laurinaitis? I I'm I don't know if there's a connection. Okay. I imagine there probably is. I think there's a very common last yeah, name. Yeah, I think but, it I think there is, but So there was some allegations for sexual assault and sexual trafficking. Both of them were named by this former worker. Um there's been text messages that have been shared from Vince that are very graphic detailing what he would like and other things like and that. And you said like they were dominant. they were they were they bad. Were really bad. It, and and they get progressively worse. Um, now, this is affecting tonight's Royal Rumble as well, which is one of the big four pay-per-views for WWE. Brock Lesnar, pretty big star. He wasn't named per se in this, but there is a text message that says that having sex with Brock Le- not with Brock Lesnar, but with ex-superstar, an unnamed superstar, was a part of his contract to come back and re-sign. So, That's in the alleged messages, and she. So described, this is almost this is almost like going back to the seventies yeah. and eighties, where they wrote cocaine budgets into yeah. these films. And she described that superstar at the time of being of WWE and UFC. And if you put it together, Brock Lesnar's the one that they figure is again alleged. It's not for sure him, but it has affected him and their plans. There were plans for him at tonight's Rumble that he has now reportedly been taken out of and has not traveled to Florida tonight. Could he still appear? Maybe. So that's affecting things tonight. Hold hold on, Nick. We'll bring you back at the top of the hour. You're listening to The Schrader Show. Back in a minute. 